2: Tallahassee, it's time to vent. When you
1: come down North the Road,
3: they get greeted with horn shots galore and prostitutes walking into the street.
2: No matter how big or small the issue.
3: <laughs> what? Oh my God. Who doesn't love Elvis?
2: If it's bothering you, it's bothering us. Call now. 205-WFLA. 205-9352. So, what's the beef? Okay, you've been patiently waiting. We'll get right to it. It's the third hour of the morning show. Here on Tallahassee's Talk Radio, 100.7 FM, WFLA. For those of you new to the radio program, we bow. We say thank you. We welcome you to the broadcast on Friday for years now. Uh, Maybe 12 and a half or 13 of the years I've done this show, we've done What's the Beat Friday. Chance for you to call in, get it off your chest. Whatever it is you want to complain about, we have two simple rules. No profanity. You can do it. Keep it clean. We're a PG uh, or a G-rated program, which means we're good or pretty good. But we like to keep this a program that that people can listen to with their kids in the car, all right? So just keep it clean. Number two, don't make it personal. If you have a bad experience at a local business, by all means, tell us what happened. Just leave the name of the business out of it. We don't want to hurt anybody. We want to help. We're going to help you have a kinder, gentler weekend. We're contributing to a kinder, gentler community. So it's 205-WFLA, 205-9352. Parker, thank you for being patient. What's the beef?
3: I'm so the first one is uh with people speaking from authority on subjects they're not really authorities on. Um Recently, uh this morning, a local talk radio host said that uh guns cannot be gifted, handguns cannot be gifted in Florida. That's not actually true. You can't use another person's money to buy a gun for them, but you can buy a gun for them. I think this is a good opportunity for you to maybe have her. No, no, wait, wait wait, 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 no,
2: wait, wait, wait. Now, I get what you're saying, but n- n- you can't. You can't buy a gun with the intent of giving it to somebody else without them going through the background check.
3: You can buy it. Here, and, and, here, and here's where I think there's a good opportunity to have a spot with Kevin Sporting Goods, especially in light of everything that's been going on. Take a sponsor and have a question and answer session once a month to cover these kind of questions. Because so I think a better response would have been you need to discuss that with your firearms dealer whether you can give a gift. Well, Moving on, this, the, the, the second beef is with the City of Tallahassee, you know, a recent Steve Stewart article about them stifling private businesses in order to um, pop up Truesdale. If you haven't read that article, it's a good read, and it's something that you should definitely look into.
2: Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we've been talking about that story, Parker. Thanks very much for the phone call for, for a number of years, the issue itself. But, uh, but no, it's a slippery slope, and, and the reason I said what I did is because the caller, Camille, I think was her name, uh, mentioned somebody giving her a gift, and and it's one thing to privately sell a gun. It's, it's, it's a one thing to have a gun in the family. It doesn't give you a concealed carry permit. That's something you apply for, but it's another entirely to buy a gun with the intent of giving it to somebody else. When I say gun, I'm talking about a handgun. Um, which is what you're talking about with Concealed Carry. But, um, but Parker, thanks very much for the phone call. Let's go to Michael. Michael, thanks for calling WFLA. What's the
1: beef?
4: Good morning, Uncle Preston. Morning. My beef is with all these talking heads on conservative radio talking about how Obama is inept. He's incompetent. Why would he say that this is workplace violence? Um, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, I disagree with that. Barack Hussein Obama knows exactly what he's doing. He is a Muslim, and nobody can convince me otherwise. Every step this president has taken dealing with the Muslim Brotherhood and other groups around the world, he is a Muslim. And he is practicing a Kia where he's just keeping everything quiet and he's lying about his true beliefs, and so he does what he wants to do, and that is to bring down America. And real quick, Preston, if you really want me to, I'll pull you around in that wagon and we'll tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Michael, you're a good man. Thanks for the phone call and the offer. Uh, but I don't think anyone's ready to see that. But thank you. That frees up a line, 205 WFLA. What he's referring to, taqia? Taqia is not tequila. Taqia is the practice that is taught in uh, in Islamic circles. Uh, the extremist circles. It is the practice of lying to achieve a, a, a purpose that is considered noble, and that Allah forgives it if uh, if it's to accomplish a purpose. And so that's what he's referring to now. Two hundred five WFLA, fifteen minutes past eight a.m. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Standing by with your forecast. Is Terry Smith. Terry.
1: Good Friday morning to you, Preston. Good-looking weekend. We are dry. The temperatures, they're warmer than yesterday. 68 this afternoon. Down to 46 tonight. Tomorrow we're in the mid-60s. I'm 100.7 FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center.
2: Oh, it's going to be a glorious day tomorrow. Glorious for the parade. Taking your calls, 205 WFLA. It's what's to be Friday. Whatever you want to complain about. Uh perhaps someone will be selected by the judges to go to the Talon Range, do a little shooting. But um but uh but we uh we go back to the phone lines here. William's standing by. Hi, William.
1: Hey how, uh how happy holidays coming up, Preston. Hey. Preston, my uh beef is with the powers that be and everybody else watched dogs. You know, I think that you're just letting this your business with uh the Iranians and uh, the Obama guys with uh, all of our uh, special forces going over there to the uh, Middle East over there, and that uh, we've got to report everything we're doing to the Iranians. I think that's kind of like, you know, kind of putting the cart before the horse over there, because last I heard, uh, Iran ain't, ain't give up their terrorist, you know, color shades over there, and just uh, is a terrorist organization. and. I ain't quietly heard them say that they ain't all,
2: are you there? I am.
1: That they ain't all taking and, um, you know, giving up, not supporting uh, terror over there, you know. So they they might just, I don't understand why we got to give Iran all of our playbook to do everything we're going to go over there. And no one's saying anything about it, you know. And it's just kind of like being kept hush-hush why we got to give our playbook to the Iranians.
2: Well, here's William. Thanks very much for the phone call. And I don't know if you were listening to the program earlier this week when we we gave you the cherry on top of the of the Sunday here, and that is that um, Iran didn't even sign the deal, the deal that was brokered by the United States. Iran never signed it, <laughs> so we're living up to a bargain. The other guys said, "Yeah, whatever, <laughs> we're not signing it." That's what makes it even even better. Seventeen minutes past eight a.m. Let's go to Greg. Hi, Greg. Thanks for calling.
5: Christmas Upbeat, ABC, Network, and Peanuts Worldwide standing up and not caring who they offend, they did indeed hire pentatonics and a boys' choir to perform Hark the Herald's Angels Sing because it was indeed the closing song of a Charlie Brown Christmas on the 50th anniversary special. But my Christmas beef is the president and athletic director of LSU participating in the phony Les Miles for Jimbo Fisher scandal you made a big deal of it on the pod when Monday podcast before Thanksgiving by Saturday LSU had defeated Texas A&M and it was okay Jimbo you can stay put we're keeping less miles
2: okay so what's your com- your complaint is is what that we
5: all got everyone in Tallahassee got taken big time <laughs> you think so so what should Jimbo Fisher send in a christmas card to Baton Rouge dinner for two at Antoine's restaurant in New Orleans with request they order the oysters Rockefeller and look for the spinach because there really isn't any.
2: Thanks so much Greg. I appreciate your calls. Greg's calls are are something I look forward to every week. I I don't know if he prepares his content but but it's it's always fun. Uh let's see. Brian, thanks for calling WFLA.
0: Good morning. Um First on that uh holiday float with the manger scene and the lights. Yeah. How about a uh a killer star of Bethlehem that you can see from a mile away? You got one? But the, no. <laughs> but you had your friends uh that that did the uh the, the
2: synchronized uh thing. Yeah, the,
0: the light thing, yeah. Yeah, they could probably pull that off. Put
2: a laser up there or something. <laughs>
0: right. Just don't point it at the airport. But uh my beef, really, I guess, is more with, with myself, um, that this hasn't been my beef uh, from the beginning. But as a Christian, our brothers and sisters in the Middle East, and not just in Syria, but even as far as Bethlehem, are being persecuted, run out of all Middle Eastern countries now. Yep. Um, and they're being raped, murdered, children being crucified. I mean, what kind of people crucify children? You know, and the the fact that we're not outraged and protesting in the streets and calling all our representatives and demanding that we do something to save those Christians, when you know everything's focused on the Muslim refugees, well, what about the Christian refugees? It's taking Christian organizations trying to get them in.
2: Yep, yep, I'm with you there, Brian. Hey, thanks for the phone call, brother. I appreciate it. Good perspective there. Twenty minutes past eight a.m. Let's see, we got Tom, we got Richard, we got Beverly. What about you? We've got room for you at 205 WFLA, 205 9352. Another session of therapy still to come. It's What's the Be Friday on 100.7 FM WFLA the people that are on there. I like hearing up-to-date news. Liking us on Facebook connects you with the news and events you love, like the WFLA-FM Facebook page. Six minutes of therapy still to come. I can say that. So what's the be Friday? Here on 100.7 FM WFLA. We might find somebody to go to the Talon range in this last segment. You never know. You never know. Let's go back to the phone lines, 205-WFLA, 205-9352. Tom, thank you for being patient. What's your beef this morning?
0: Good morning, Preston. It's a fine almost winter morning.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: If we built that float, and it had uh, two major scenes, one facing the right side of the road, one facing the left side of the road, and on the side of the float it proclaimed that uh, in our festival of lights that uh, Jesus is the light of the world, would our city government even allow it to be in the parade?
2: Um, you know, I mean, I don't, I haven't seen the rules on float entries like that because we've never had one, so to speak. So uh, I'd have to check and see. I would think that uh, that kind of expression would probably be allowed, but I, I don't know. Good question.
0: Okay, I was just wondering. and I hope you have a uh, wonderful weekend and uh, and uh, roll tide. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you, Tom. You got that in there. Well done. Well done. Good job. Um, now we got to ask them first. If if yeah, so, you know, just David and I are doing a little communicating here as we uh, as we do the program. Richard, thank you for calling WFLA. What's the beef?
0: Morning, Preston. How are you?
2: Outstanding.
0: Okay. First of all, Go Knows. We need two in a row, don't we? It, we it,
2: it would not hurt.
0: It it'd be good. Okay, Preston. I have a worry and a beef. My worry is we have 13 more months with the president in office.
2: Yes, that's true. We're going to
0: get attacked again. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's going to happen again, and and nothing's going to be done about it. You know, when it happened the other day, my twins are 15 years old. The first thing they said was, this is a terrorist attack, isn't it? Not even knowing the full story. So they're fully aware of that. Good. My, My beef is that. The last month of him being in office, I'm really worried and mad about who he's going to pardon because he's going to pardon a lot of people.
2: Interesting. I've not given that much thought, Richard. Thanks so much for the phone call. Um, it, it will be interesting to uh, to see what happens. No doubt about it. Let's go to uh, Beverly. Beverly, thanks for calling WFLA.
6: Good morning. What's the beef? Well, I have a beef slash heads up for you listeners. I ordered Uh, Something out of a catalog, which I never do, Uh and was immediately carpet-bombed with catalogs. I'm still getting catalogs from companies I never even knew existed. (laughs) Called the original catalog company to cancel my, to get off their mailing list. Right. And And I mentioned to the lady, I thought that she had sold my, that their company had sold my, you know, the mailing list to other companies. And she said, yeah, we do that. And I said, well... I'll never order from you again. And she said, well, I'll put a notation by your name here that if you ever order anything, that we're not allowed to sell your address. And I'd like to say who it is because it's it's actually a government company gift house.
2: Wow. Wow.
6: Can Can I tell who it is?
2: Nah, let's just let's just leave that be. But uh, let me
6: tell your guy off here. How about that?
2: Okay, I'll put you on hold. See if he can figure out how to get it back on uh, onto his handset. There. Um, let's see. We're running out of time here. Aaron, thanks for calling. What's the beef?
6: Hi, Preston. I love your show. Thank you for the beef because I really need to to explain what's going on today. Okay. In my in my heart. Um, I, you know, and I've heard this beef before, but can you just possibly remind your listeners and, and those around in the community to take care of their animals? Um, you know, I'm one of those people, I can't just keep driving. I'm the one that has to stop and, and figure out what's going on. And right now I'm at a house where they've abandoned animals. Um, they couldn't pay their light, And um, so every day I've been stopping by to feed these animals that have been just Left to starve and are emaciated starving to death, and you know if your circumstances in life change, we know pets are for life. But if something changes, please make an effort on their behalf. There's some good rescue organizations out there, right, Preston? And uh, you can you can have them rehomed or or just get in touch with maybe Big Ben Dog Rescue or or Capital Ark or one of you know Tallahassee Pets Alive. There's there's a few organizations, and I just want to remind people that you know it's getting cold, and to give your your pets a source of heat at night. Um, and that it's not really a legitimate beef, but it's just a call to humanity.
2: Gotcha. Hey, Aaron, would you like to go to the Talon Range?
6: I sure would. Thank you. Uh, I was hoping it, you would ask.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm asking. So we we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna get you hooked up, uh, and you're the final caller, so it's a perfect way to end. Thanks so much. Don't go anywhere. Just hang on. Uh, sometime in the next few minutes. Sometime in the next few minutes, <laughs> David's going to figure out how to answer the phone for, the, for things like this. He's got it nailed when it comes to calls coming in to go on the air and all that. And you just take your comments. But this is a new challenge. Thanks for your phone calls. Once the beef? Friday is over. The news is next. Still to come, Mark Krikorian and uh, FSU Soccer. It's the morning show. Good morning.
5: It's the diversity of topics.
6: They give the best coverage of anybody around.
2: The morning show with Preston
3: Scott continues on 100.7 FM WFLA.
2: Man, I'm glad I heard that little melody there. Can you fire that from the beginning? Can you fire that from the beginning? Play that again from the beginning. Because I'll tell you you what really freaked me out about hearing that, okay? Is that that before I, I, I caught the melody there, the familiar melody of the holiday. With lucky
6: landslots,
1: you can get lucky just about anywhere.
6: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinMIDI.com. I
2: thought, I thought it was like an Islamabad or something. You ready?
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> See what I'm saying? Just Merry Christmas, boys and girls.
2: It's Ted Nugent. Well, finally, it's Ted Nugent, but at the beginning, it sounded like we were in Islamabad. There you go. Boom. Shakalaka. 52 degrees outside. It's the morning show. Good morning. Hey, it's Friday. Liking that. Winter Festival tomorrow starts at 3 in the afternoon downtown. I
1: was just giving you an example because you said earlier you didn't, you didn't want to hear the rock and roll. You wanted to hear Christmas, and I was giving an example as to what a Christmas rock and roll song would sound like, so other people could yeah, use that. and I'm good with that. As long as it's holiday,
2: that's fine. As long as it doesn't have profanity, like someone rolling out some holiday, you know, rap with a bunch of foul-mouthed words to it, uh, I don't care what style of music it is, just so it's holiday. Yeah, we're all about education here. Man. Anyway, um... It's, uh, it's 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 going to be fun tomorrow, and the weather is going to be spectacular. We nailed it on the weather. It's going to be in the uh, in the 50s and 40s parade time. It's going to be perfect. It's just absolutely perfect. So I hope I uh, hope you plan on coming out. 39 minutes past 8 a.m. Okay, big story in the press box. Now here's here's the other side of this, and and you know i was i was being very diplomatic with jan Bubsy because jan was in a no win position if i'd have if i'd have jammed this story out there with all of the details jan would have been stuck in a no win position and it's not her problem and so i'm not going to do that to her but the the story that led our newscast and and is on the uh on the Tallahassee Reports website, I'm going, to, I'm going to put it up on our on our page here real quickly. But uh, the city of Tallahassee turned down Jim Force Gymnastics Center from putting a booth at the Winter Festival. You got seventy thousand plus people and businesses pay a little fee to put their stuff in front of in front of the citizenry. But gym Force was refused, and the letter from the city, the, uh, the recreation supervisor, Mario Palmentieri, Palmentieri, said this email is in reference to the gym Force Gymnastics Center's application to become an exhibitor at our Winter Festival. And then it concludes with this. As you know, the city of Tallahassee operates a gymnastics center, and the promotion of it takes precedent at all city of Tallahassee-produced special events. I apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. And, and I don't necessarily blame Mario. He's, he's following through on some ridiculous policy. But the bigger overarching issue is this. The city is competing in the private sector. Now, in fairness to a listener, he said you're inconsistent, Preston. Totally inconsistent. Because until you speak out against college football teams... And I guess he's probably thinking by extension, high school sports teams, then you have no right to speak out against this. Well, I completely disagree. I think that's apples and oranges. Um but you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna belabor that point because I, I think it's silly. Um there's not a competing college football league out there. There's not competing leagues. There are now, in 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 high school sports, There's a degree of competition. They're they're called travel teams. As an example, in baseball, more and more young people are playing travel baseball, and they're not playing for the high school team. They're just not doing it. And if that happens, fine. So be it. And if someone wants to march out with a competitive league to college football, take a crack at it. But as of right now, proceeds from college football fund most of the rest of the athletic programs
3: not not all
2: there are exceptions but i don't want to get sidetracked the issue here is the city of tallahassee competing against gymnastics dance in the private sector that's just wrong they're under they're they're undercutting and they're basically running Businesses into the ground. It's it the insanity of it all is that for and, and I'm speaking on behalf of on my own. Not, they, no one's asked me to speak on behalf of Gym Force Gymnastics Center. But your Gym Force Gymnastics, you're paying your tax whether you own your own <clears throat> building and you're paying your property tax, or you're paying your property tax through your rent. And then you're paying your other taxes that you that you have to pay to the city and that money's now being taken to subsidize a program across the street from us that competes against you that's insane it, it really is and so this is a story that Steve Stewart has uncovered. it involves not just gymnastics but it involves the um the dance business here in town people learning dance they don't have a needs test best that i can tell Now, if they want to you know make people fill out financial forms and prove they don't make more than x number of dollars to get the reduced dance instruction whatever maybe that's a possibility but there's no needs test that i'm aware of and so people's tax dollars are being used to fund their competition which in this case is the city and that's just wrong it just is 844, 845 here on WFLA. More on this on Monday, I assure you. A lot of of fallout on this one, I think, is coming. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith with your forecast. Terry.
1: Good Friday morning to you, Preston. Good-looking weekend. We are dry. The temperatures, they're warmer than yesterday. 68 this afternoon. Down to 46 tonight. Tomorrow, we're in the mid-60s. I'm 100.7 FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center oh
2: yeah i know where i'm gonna to be tonight the only place that would be better than being where i will be tonight at 7:30 would be if i were in cary north carolina watching it in person ncaa soccer tournament women's side reaching its culmination this weekend with the uh, final four otherwise known as the college cup and joining us is the head coach of the FSU women's program, Mark Riccorio. hi, Mark.
4: Hey, good morning, Preston.
2: We might as well keep a good thing going. The mojo's flowing, brother.
4: <laughs> yeah, so far so good. I think that uh, we'll have a different challenge up here in um, in Kerry against a pretty good Duke team, though.
2: Mark, uh, I, I've told the audience over the years that, that just the remarkable level of success that's continuous. This is now five straight College Cups, I think, five straight Final Fours, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: Um, Have you had a team enter the Final Four playing as well technically as your team is playing this year?
4: I don't think so. I think that uh, we have more different dimensions this year than we've had in the past, and, you know, that in itself doesn't ensure that you'll win, but um, certainly um, the, the quality that we have is pretty good this year.
2: Let's talk about the matchup. You've got uh, you've got Duke in the semifinal. If my memory serves me right, and I'm not cheating, I don't, I don't think I have the schedule here in front of me right this second, but um, you guys played a pretty tough match against each other uh, earlier in the season.
4: We did. It was the first ACC uh, match, so we'd finished the non-conference part of the schedule, and Duke was the first one uh, that we played, and it was 0-0 up at their place in a hard-fought game.
2: So what makes Duke a Final Four team? Why are they where they are right now? What's what's good about this team?
4: You know, they're a good combination of athleticism as well as good soccer players. (laughs) They've done a very good job defending. um, And in their two most recent games, they went down to Gainesville and beat Florida at Florida, and then went out to California and beat Stanford at Stanford. So... I don't know that um, there are too many teams in the history of women's soccer that have had such uh, a tough uh, travel schedule against two such quality opponents and been able to win. So they certainly have our attention.
2: They are, I guess by extension now, they're the home team, aren't they? They're going to have a good set of fans there.
4: Yeah, I would say that they're the home team. I mean, everybody calls it a neutral game,
2: but I'm not sure how neutral it is. <laughs> now, uh, you're heading into the Final Four with a chance of defending a national title. Um, Mark, what are the? do you leave something like this to the players that were on last year's team to kind of talk about it amongst themselves? Uh, do you give them a talk? What's, this, what's the prelim to tonight's game going to be like?
4: Yeah, it's going to be um, just focusing our attention on Duke and making sure that uh, that um, you know everyone has the, the game plan, has a clear understanding of what the game plan is, and that um, um, you know they, they all understand it. There, there won't be anything different for this game than there has been for any of the other games. Uh, you know, we approach it as one game at a time, and same level of focus, same level of con- concentration, same level of respect for the opponent.
2: Now, will you spend any time watching the semifinal that precedes yours?
4: I will, yeah. And
2: who's playing in that first semi?
4: So it's Penn State against Rutgers.
2: Two teams that are somewhat new to the scene of, of, of college cups. Um, tell us about both those squads real quickly.
4: So Penn State's been there 4 actually a few years ago. Okay. Uh, in the semifinal, they knocked us out, uh, semifinal uh, that was out in San Diego. Um, so they, they have a bit of history in the Final Four. Uh, and prior to that, a couple of times, Rutgers it's, uh first time, but both are very well coached teams, and um, I don't think either of the teams have given up a goal through the NCAA uh, four games so far. So both are defending very, very well. They've played each other twice and split on the season. So I think it will be, um, you know, probably a very good competitive game between, you know, conference opponents. So much like us and Duke being from the same conference, so are those guys.
2: Yeah. So there's going to be a Big Ten ACC battle in the final. No matter who wins and who who moves on. Uh, Mark, for the people that have maybe not watched FSU women's soccer play, um, what should they be looking for tonight when they watch the game on ESPNU uh, that tells them that, that your girls are executing what you'd like them to do with regard to uh, the the flow of play?
4: Well, I think the, probably the most important thing for us is for us to have the ball. If we have the ball the majority of the game, that uh, that's certainly more favorable to us. Uh, when we have the ball, we're usually uh, pretty efficient, pretty good with it. And the most important thing from a defending point of view is for us to make sure that we limit their counterattacks and transition, because they have some very special athletes up front, and um, they're going to be looking to uh, try and attack our goal as quickly as they can when they get the ball.
2: Mark, uh, pass along our best to the team and uh, and your staff, and, and we wish you the very best this weekend, and and perhaps talk next week uh, about the, about a successful defense of a national title. But regardless, great season and good luck this weekend.
4: Preston, as always, I appreciate your support.
2: Thanks so much, Mark. All right, Mark Rickorian with us this morning. And uh, I I hope you can appreciate – I know it's not a sport that's big and popular with masses. Um, Eleven straight Elite Eights, five straight Final Fours, and going for a second straight national title. They might be the preeminent program in college soccer right now in America. They might have displaced North Carolina at this point. They're really, really good, and and I shared. I went to the uh, the Elite Eight match last Friday against Texas A and M. I've never seen anything like it. Texas A and M is really good. You don't reach that level unless you're good. And I would say Florida State possessed the ball ninety to ninety five percent of the match. Out of ninety minutes of uh, of soccer, they possessed it probably. Eighty to eighty one of those minutes. It was just thorough domination. So if you if you are interested at all in watching a game played well, I don't know who's going to win the night, but I will tell you that Florida State will play a beautiful brand of soccer. It's just a it's an elegant brand of soccer. Possession, side to side, movement, runs. Scoring can come from any of six, seven, eight different girls. It's just it's a really fun brand of soccer to watch be played, and I wish them nothing but the best. As you can kind of tell, I'm a big fan. And so uh, thank you for uh, supporting them in this little endeavor of theirs, winning a back-to-back national title. That'd be awesome. We've come a long way since, and there's no sign of slowing down. The latest tech news and tips, tomorrow morning at 10 with Kim Commando
3: and 100.7 FM, WFLA.
2: Time for the Morning Show 180, a look back at the radio program in... 180 seconds or less. We have a McRib sighting in Forsyth, Georgia. It is confirmed. You can get a McRib at the McDonald's in Forsyth, Georgia, which I'm told is north of Macon. That's a long drive for a McRib, I grant you. But if you're on the way, that's all I'm saying. And I think think the website is McRibLocator.com. Where you can find confirmed and unconfirmed reports of McRibs eBay, a rusting Porsche, was sold for $152,000. Memo, if you have any rusting classic cars in your garage or in your barn, sell them. There's cash to be made. Talked about the uh, shaky economy. If the economy is strong, why will a slight increase in the interest rate cause Wall Street investors to get scared and cause Democrats heartaches in the campaign trail. Because of the repercussions in the economy, see, interest rate increases are a sign of a strong economy. A suppressed artificially suppressed interest rate is a sign of a weak economy, to same. Big story in the press box at eh, twofold one, Winter Festival, yay. Have a good time tomorrow night. Hopefully I'll see you there. B, city competing against private businesses and keeping them out of the Winter Festival uh, as an exhibitor because they compete with the city. What is wrong with that picture? You can't, if you're a private business, you can't take part in this because you're competing against the city. That can only mean that the city is competing against private business, right? That's a problem. Another hoax. Police officer in Connecticut, I believe it was, uh, admitted to putting hate letters in black police officers' uh, mailboxes, including his own. It was him. Talked uh, talked with you about the reaction to the shooting in San Bernardino. Some interesting ideas. Listen to the Hour 2 podcast. We'll talk more next week. D. Crumpler. Interim. How many titles can he have? He's got three full-time jobs. Now. And then your beefs, Mark Krikorian. Good luck tonight, Mark, and FSU soccer Monday. Steve Stewart, women in combat, huh? Do you hear what happened there? We'll talk about that Monday as well.
3: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's
6: the weirdest place
3: you've gotten lucky?"
6: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah ha! In my dentist's office.